0: Thanks for joining us for the God's Word Gives Hope podcast. This episode is a favorite of ours, and because we loved it so much, we wanted to share it again with you. Even if you've listened before, we believe that God will bring new growth. This episode is from our Dead to Me series. We will be back August 7th with brand new episodes with verses that we know are going to connect to your life in profound ways. For now, sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His Word to your life. This podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We are glad you're here. Well, welcome, we are so glad you're here. I want you to know that we just spent time in prayer for you. God is moving. We hope that you've been enjoying our time in Colossians. I know that we have. Um, This week, we're going to continue looking at chapter three on the topic of dead to me.
1: And we've had some interesting feedback so far on this series. Yes, we have. It definitely drew in the crime crowd, or I don't know, but maybe at least the curious crowd. In the first week, we talked about destructive behaviors or mindsets in our lives that need to be put to death, resulting in our series name, dead to me. And I had one person tell me, now she connected with the story that I wrote about in the blog and how she had had a similar experience where a friend had confided in her about their loved one who basically said, you're dead to me and how hard that was. But so the one who was... Telling me about it mm. was saying how the whole concept of dead to me really helped her connect these verses and mm. have a better understanding that there are things in our lives that we definitely need to treat as dead to me.
0: Wow. Well, if you're on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, um, you should have seen a contrast of a couple of different images over the last couple weeks. Um, in fact, the contrast was so shocking. <laughs> To me, Janae was the one working on these, and I messaged her when the beautiful green fern one came out, and I said, "Oh, I love this picture so much!" And she said, "Uh, "Yeah, that's the same picture from last week." Same picture. So it really summarized just what we've been talking about so well: the black and white of dead to me, in contrast with that vibrant, beautiful green ferns representing new life and new nature, and the best that comes out in us through knowing our Creator. And all he does through us and the places that we have been treated, you know, as dead to me, those things moving. So week one was putting destructive behaviors to death. Week two was about the amazing life that we can have in place of the dead. So, Janae, how can we have more to talk about in this dead to me philosophy?
1: Well, (laughs) let's just get started by reading our verses for this week. Now, Everything we've been doing has been coming out of Colossians chapter 3. Today, we're going to be reading from verses 15, 16, and 17. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Three times in these verses. So let me just lift them off. In verse 15, it said, and be thankful. In verse 16, and with gratitude. And in verse 17, it said, giving thanks.
0: So usually the words thankful and death aren't you know words that are associated together. So if we're gonna talk about this, how does thankfulness play
1: into putting these things to death? Well, Paul here insinuates in his letter to the Colossians that we will be thankful. It's just like, this is what's gonna happen. Paul knew that if we put our minds towards being thankful, It is a way to practice what we learned last week about the power of knowing who God is and His ability to turn ashes into Mm -hmm. beauty. So usher in thankfulness, and the heart has no room for those dead things to wiggle their way back into our lives. And just like
0: we always see happen, sometimes science catches up with our Creator. Mm. And so did you know Practicing gratitude and thankfulness has an actual physical impact on our bodies. I did not know that. So in a study on gratitude and appreciation, participants who felt grateful showed a reduction in the level of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. They had stronger heart function. They were more resilient to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. And over the years, studies have established that practicing gratitude allows us to handle stress better. Grateful people are healthy people. Practicing gratitude slows the effects of neurodegeneration. It leads to decreased inflammation. It lowers blood pressure. Researchers have shown that when we practice appreciation, our bodies release the oxytocin hormone, which expands blood vessels, reduces blood pressure. It protects your heart. It deepens our relationships. It helps us feel more connected to others. And it's crazy because like I said, science gets to catch up with God Um, because in Proverbs, it says, Envy makes the bones rot, and envy is obviously something we're talking about. You know, this is one of the things we are putting to death, this damaging thing, but a tranquil heart gives life
1: to the flesh, and it says that in Proverbs 14, 30. So, it's like God already knew. Wow, that is crazy. It is almost like the designer of our body knew the benefits of what would happen if we brought (laughs) thankfulness into the way we live. Mm -hmm. And... Um, it just rolls right into what we talked about last week on the impact of knowing our Creator. Mm-hmm. And out of that grows this need to be thankful. It's just a natural response. Mm-hmm. But here Paul is telling us that we it needs to be. Like in one of the cases it says, and be thankful. It's, a, it's assumed that we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. So I love a good word study. And this word is used three times, but it's only two words from the Greek. So what do you say about us doing a little word study? I love it. Let's let's dig in. Okay. So two of the words are from the Greek word that our word Eucharist comes from today. And Eucharist, which is also known as the Lord's Supper or Communion. So Janae,
0: even as we were working on this and talking through this and started to dig in, I, I did not really connect that the word that we use for Communion, Eucharist, it literally stems from thankfulness. I know, it's cool, isn't it? Jesus led us in this, and he was using this word and being thankful for the cross. Mm. Like, does that not just stop you in your tracks? Because that hit me really hard. Yeah. Um, because as I looked and researched where this word is used in the New Testament, this is the word he used at the Last Supper, showing us what communion would look like going forward. So we realize realized that the heart behind communion begins with thankfulness for Christ's sacrifice, a remembrance and a recalling of how very lost we were Mm. and how it is only through him that we can be children of God, Jesus, knowing what's waiting for him at the cross, still gave thanks because he knew that was the only way. I'm getting teary over here. Sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. But he knows that's what rescues us, what adopts us as his daughters and his sons. And so doesn't that just make it come alive? It just brings this new depth and richness to communion When we realize that God is calling us not just to remember him, but the thankfulness that should overflow from that meal. So, if this is something that you take regularly in your church and you're just like, oh, now the service is 10 minutes longer, (laughs) don't listen and remember this because this is so much bigger than just a remember of a moment. This is depth of thankfulness from within our souls. Right. So, in the Dead to Me philosophy, this role of thankfulness pulls us away from behaviors and shifts to focus on God, remembering what he has done, what he is doing, and his great love for us.
1: Yes, yeah, so when Paul says, and let the peace of Christ rule in your heart to which you were called in one body and be thankful, mm. which is in verse 15, and then in verse 17 where he says, do everything with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. he is referencing the Eucharist type of thanksgiving, a recalling, a remembering of who God is and what he has done. In verse 16, though, Paul tells us to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude Mm -hmm. in your hearts, sing. He uses the Greek word charis, which is also known as grace, and it is found in the root word of Eucharistos. So the remembering type of thanksgiving is at the core has grace, which is an offering of gratitude. It's it's a gift. Mm. So when we worship through song and we are singing about the amazing God we serve, our hearts need to have this attitude of thankfulness. And it is a gift <laughs> that we are giving. You're laughing.
0: I'm laughing only because I, I think sometimes— in the shower I think I can think that my singing sounds like a gift <laughs> but not necessarily when I am just around around yeah. in the normal world, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: I get it. I get it. Well, okay. So not the singing itself, but the attitude behind the singing. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole make a joyful noise. But it's the heart. That's what God's hearing is our heart. And we want to give a pure gratitude that doesn't really pay attention to the sounds, but it's really about more than recalling what God has done for us, we are just in a state of we want to offer whatever we can, good, bad, ugly, different, beautiful voice, not so good voice. We're just giving, we're singing from a heart that is grateful, it is a gift to his ears. And I'm
0: so thankful that God is a God that he listens to our hearts,
1: he knows our hearts, he knows every bit of who we are. Which is what counts to him. We worship from a heart covered in grace and a heart that is willing to actually extend grace to Mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. So our hearts are the gift then that we give back to the giver.
0: So someone who has put things to death, areas of struggle in their lives that they now have this new life welling up in them, they should have a natural understanding of how hard it can be. And it's interesting that Paul wants us to have that kind of attitude
1: when we're worshiping. So, the same grace God showed us, we allow to just fill us up and it becomes the gift we give back to Him. So, when we are dealing with putting to death one of those behaviors, and especially a mindset, think about how when we turn our minds to look for God, pray, pour out our hearts, there is a shift. We are no longer thinking about the thing, Mm. the thing that's obsessing us or drawing us or tempting us. Thanksgiving is not only the natural step in the dead to me philosophy, but it is a tool to use in the battle of putting things to death.
0: Yeah. So one of the ways to have that tool at your disposal is to consistently ingest truth. I mean, like capital T truth here, as much as you can, and dwell on the word, read the word, listening on podcasts like this, and there's many good ones out there, um, reading blogs like God's Word Gives Hope, um, but also memorize the word of God. So, if you're a person that tends toward the negative perspective, here are just three verses out of many that remind us how important thankfulness is to this way of life. And one of these would be a great verse to, to memorize. So, Psalm one eighteen twenty four. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And man, I, don't, I can't tell you how many times having to stop and remember that although my day has not gone the direction that I thought it was going to, God this, made this day. Yeah, this is the day I will be glad. <laughs> I have to make that choice. Or Psalm 107.1, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Or what about uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18? Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. If you tuck these verses into your heart and sharpen them with your mind, then they are available for you to pull out when you need one.
1: I love that, but I think we need to go back and sit on that whole give thanks in all circumstances that is a tough one. Mm-hmm. We need to pull on our crime-solving junkies for this. <laughs> so this is how we can get over that, because it's really hard. When we're in the, in the minutiae or the hard, the difficult, those dark places, like you said, it's really hard to shift our mind to look for something to be thankful for. Yeah, I mean, it's... It- You're telling me to be
0: thankful when my kid is super sick at home and our entire plans are wrecked? Or you're telling me to be thankful when, I mean, how am I supposed to be thankful when everything's wrong right now?
1: So there again, going, (laughs) let me tell you, like going back to our crime solving junkies, one of the things that they do is they're like investigators. Mm. So the challenge is to look for something that you're not seeing. You're missing something. There's something there. And I believe that God is like always at work because His Word tells us that. So it's a choice, a mindset to put on those investigative type of eyes Mm -hmm. that wants to start looking. Okay, I am not feeling it. I am not seeing it, but I am looking around and God says He's at work and I know there's something here I can be thankful for. So where is He at work? And it reminds me of my... When my good friend passed away from cancer, she was at a hospice house surrounded by a horse farm. Mm. And the pasture was literally in the backyard. Like you could walk out and the horses would come up to um, the fence. Mm -hmm. And my friend's middle school daughter was into horses at the time. She was riding, taking riding lessons, and had her own horse and all that. And I just remember the family after the fact looked back and was recalled that as one of the things that they were grateful for. They were Mm. thankful for the setting. It was very comforting to her at that time. And there were other things. So that, you know, God didn't bring the healing to the friend like we wanted. But God was there. And it was amazing how they were able to see it, that how he was there with them and loving and present.
0: Yeah, so often when we're in hard spaces like that, um, like you just shared, all we see is the dark and the difficult. And that's just so natural. I mean, that it's big and it's overwhelming and it's heartbreaking. Um, We need the Holy Spirit to help us see how Jesus is with us and he's never leaving us and to be able to see where he is at
1: work. Yes, so when we exercise, what we're calling the dead-to-me philosophy. It is a packaged deal. Mm. So we can't just rid ourselves of destructive behaviors or these mindsets that we need to, to get rid of. God desires to do a new thing in us, mm. and He is doing a new thing in us. But the role of gratefulness is an outpouring from what God is doing in us, and it is the tool that can also help us fight the battle. Mm, I love that, Janae. Well, we
0: do still have one more piece of the Dead to Me philosophy. We'll be taking a couple weeks off and then our final installation of Dead to Me and Colossians 3 uh, will close our season on December 5th. So go ahead and click the subscribe button on the app you're using right now. That way you do not miss when that final podcast comes out for this series. Yeah. And we would also love your support through liking and sharing this podcast as well. I'm going to leave you with 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. The connecting doesn't have to stop here. We would love to have you join us at the God's Word Gives Hope blog to go deeper with the verse we discussed today. If you would like to learn more about life and leadership coaching with Janae, visit JanaeShatleyCamp.com. Finally, we would love a chance to talk with you more. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of these links are posted in the About Us on our podcast.